Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, September 13th edition. Hope you guys had a good Tuesday. Another wild night of baseball on the diamond. We got seven games for you on Wednesday on the main slate. There's a day day slate scattered around there. We got seven-game main slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll be in the Gain of the Edge Fantasy Discord as well as the cheat sheet that will drop per usual most often than not throughout the week. So let's get cracking on this seven-game slate. Weird seven-game slate, to say the least. The totals we have for now, Rangers, Blue Jays, eight and a half. A's, Astros, nine. Yankees, Red Sox, ten. D-backs, Mets, eight and a half. Marlins, Brewers, eight and a half. Padres, Dodgers, eight and a half. Let's get to some of the pitching on this seven-game slate. Snellzilla is your highest-priced guy. Blake Snell, 10,000. One hundo at the Los Angeles Dodgers. I just wrote him up for the Baseball HQ uh, Daily Matchups article. Over his last 20 starts, he has a sub-2 ERA. Um, the strikeouts are ridiculous. The dude's been an absolute beast. There's no sugarcoating this. It's pretty much three and runs or less and all but like one start, maybe two over his last 20. He's been ridiculous. He's a 20-point machine. It's the Dodgers. That's the caveat I'll give. Last time we faced him on August 5th, five innings, three runs, and eight strikeouts. The strikeouts were still there. Still got hit around a little bit. It's a Dodgers team over the last month. They are striking out 21.6% of the time versus lefties, hitting 266 with a 180 ISO. So Snell's not my top priority on this slate. But in tournaments, he'll come in low-owned, and he's got a ceiling that not many other pitchers on this entire slate have. So if you want to be contrarian on this slate, Blake Snell is a great way to get there at 10-1 versus the Dodgers. People just don't pitch anybody versus the Dodgers for the most part, and I don't see it changing on this slate where you want to pay up for bats. So Blake Snell at 10-1 contrarian way to go most will save money and go to zach gallon at 9800 bucks to new york mets now the mets bats popped off on tuesday quiet on monday of course i stacked them Monday. did i stack them tuesday no go figure but uh zach gallon 9800 bucks coming off a shutout nine k's three hits against the cubs and wrigley as after two duds baltimore and at the dodgers pitched great against texas so gallon it's up and down still an overall great season for zach gallon and now he goes in, into um city field to take on this Mets team that's striking on almost 24% of the time versus righties over the left, versus lefties. Let me switch that. That's the beauty of this situation here. So Mets over the last 30 days versus right-handed pitching, 24.7% carry, a little more Ks, 236 average, 184 ISO. I think more will go to Gallon. I like Gallon a lot. I think even in cash, Gallon's a much better pitcher than Snell on this scenario. Just know one of my things, more often than not, I'm not a fan of pitching pitchers after complete game shutouts, no hitters, whatever. Not a fan of that. Gallons get a little bit, gets a little bit of an exception because this slate doesn't have as many options, but I like Gallon. I prefer Snell if you want to be different, but I don't mind Gallon. 
Now, in reality, probably not going to pay up for pitching on this slate. Given pitching is bad, I still don't think I want to. I, I'll take my chances on Ryan Pepio at $8,900 at home against the San Diego Padres. Now, I might, I might be naive. I'm in bed with Pepio. 84 pitches in his last two starts. Love to see that. I don't see that changing much. He's made four appearances since coming off the IL. He's allowed two total runs. His last two starts, or he's only made two starts. Those are his last two outings. He has thrown 12 innings in those two outings with zero runs. Now he only had three Ks in both of those starts after 11 Ks in his first two. That's the bugaboo. And he's facing the Padres team that is clicking right now. They are in the zone right now, striking out less than 20% of the time versus righties over the last month, hitting 238 with the 162 ISO. If I were to shrink that down to like the last two weeks, Padres are really cranking it up. Like they're really starting to hit the ball. But Pepio at 89, don't mind him in tournaments for sure. I think if you want to even snack, uh, use Snell and Pepio, use two pitchers from the same game, and then just you have six games to choose bats from, I'm cool with that. But I do like Pepio at 8900 bucks. Kikuchi is a, a decent tournament play versus, versus to Texas. I'm cool with that. On the flip side, you got Montgomery in that matchup, and that's what makes it a fun one here with Kikuchi and Montgomery, two guys that bring pretty good um, ceilings into play. Also tough matchups with Texas and Toronto. You got Texas, 18.4% K rate, 245 average, 153 ISO versus lefties. Toronto, 17.2% K rate, 294 average, 152 ISO. It's going to be a very interesting game between the two. Both are tournament viable, not in the top of my list, but watch lineups. Wednesdays uh, could be a getaway day. I can't remember with Texas and Toronto. You could get some potential value there in those two because they have the ceilings to come with it. Tough matchups, though. I think a lot of people are going to go to Hunter Brown against the Oakland Athletics. And I get it. You're facing the A's. I totally get it. But a couple things I want to say here. I noticed this when I wrote the article for HQ. Hunter Brown, it's been a rough finish of the season. I think the boy's getting tired. Let's put it that way. Because he's been great overall. ER is almost up to five now. He's doing a Strider-esque finish of the season right now. Last two starts, four and a third, six runs, five Ks against the pods. Four innings, five runs, three earned, five Ks against the Yankees. Not ideal. Pitched okay against Detroit. Seattle, two and two-thirds, six earned, five Ks. Three of his last four starts, five runs or more, six earned or more, and two of the three. It's been a rough go to make it even more interesting. People might say, oh, screw it. He did it against the Tigers. He gets the A's. They'll make him right. Okay, I get it. I totally get it. Verlander didn't get put right, but I get it. Um, You look at the A's. Last, Last month, that's first lefties. Let's get back to righties here. The last month, the Oakland Athletics, 24.4% carry versus righties. Okay, cool. 244 average. Not too bad. Here's where it gets fun, especially if you want to use A's bats in tournaments. A 200 ISO versus right-handed pitching over the last month. That's a lot of pop. It's a lot of pop. All it takes is like a loop and a blast, and Hunter Brown's night's getting ugly real quick. They're 108 WRC plus, a little bit above average first rice. They're not a cakewalk is what I'm trying to say. And we, the other thing when you look at Hunter Brown, in those three starts, we get six, five, and six runs, at least one home run in each of them, at least one. So keep that in mind with this Hunter Brown thing. Could he deal? Should he deal? Wouldn't be shocked if he dealt. Same time, it's not as easy as people are making it out to be. So just be careful. You got Mike Clevenger at $7,900 at home. Against the Kansas City Royals, Clev bounced back with seven shutouts, seven Ks in his last start after getting hit around by Detroit in the start previous. Then was awesome versus Oakland. I don't have a problem going back to this. KC has been pesky. They've been a very intriguing offense. They've ruined some DFS lineups at times. They've also made you look great. On a slate like this where pitching is rough, 
I'm okay with trying to look great versus Kansas City. 21.4% K rate, 248 average, 154 ISO over the last month versus righties. So Clev Dog at 79 is in play. Clark Schmidt, who I liked on Monday before the rain out, he's up $400 from Monday's price tag. He's 7100 bucks at Boston. He's a quality start machine. Had one in his last outing. Six and a third, three earned six Ks against Detroit. He has struck out six, seven, five, and eight in his last four starts, which is what we love to see. He's a decent value. It is Boston. 21% K rate versus righties, 277 average, 180 ISO. Pretty good offense. But for the value on this slate, which isn't great, Schmidt at 71 would be my dude I'm looking at there. Otherwise, pretty much sticking Schmidt and above. So kind of recapping, I know I jumbled with a lot of things. I was trying to give you some game theory, how the mind was working on this one. You got Blake Snell at 10-1. Should come in low-owned because most won't target the Dodgers, plus you get Zach Gallon. I like Blake, Blake Snell in tournaments. Gallon's totally fine. Gallon over Snell and Cash, for instance, but I prefer Snell because Gallon is going to be very popular. I love Ryan Pepio. Padres bats are nuclear right now, but I get it. I like Pepio. Watch the lineups in Texas and Toronto. Kikuchi and Montgomery could be enticing, even though both teams are pretty darn good versus lefties of late. Clevenger at 79, Schmidt at 71. So I could see a world where I go Snell-Schmidt, Pepio Schmidt, Pepio Clevenger, something along those lines. Those are like the four I'm really looking at at this point in time based on what lineups we see on Wednesday. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow, and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Speaking of lineups, let's talk offense on this slate. Catcher's position, you got William Contreras versus Braxton Garrett. Garrett, he's been good of late, just not striking dudes out. Um, Contreras, 4,900 bucks, has has that upside. I do like Mitch Garver at 42 versus Kikuchi, though. If you aren't using Kikuchi, Garver's in a great spot there, does love him, a left-handed um, pitcher. 
Yainar Diaz is 42 versus Blackburn. Blackburn's been decent, but not great. He can get hit around. I prefer Garver at the same price tag, but both are not bad. If you're not using Kikuchi, also Jonah Heim at 37 is a nice piece of savings in that matchup too. Alejandro Kirk at 32 versus Jomo is not too bad. Um, other than that, though, like Austin Wells at 27 versus Tanner Houck would be a bit of value for you. If we are going and let's attack Hunter Brown mode, Shea Langoliers, 2700 bucks first Hunter Brown. That's a value for you. Other than that, though, maybe Lee of um, Chicago, 2500 bucks. Cruz is supposed to open with Marsh coming behind, so the White Sox bats are in play. Another dude from Oakland, if you want to go full YOLO, Tyler Soderstrom got called back up. Still not great by any means, but hits in two of his last three games, one of those being a home run. He's 2300 bucks. If you want to go YOLO at the position, that's an option as well. First base position for you here, Pete Alonzo went deep on Tuesday, of course. You can always go Pete in tournaments. Not one of my favorite plays, though. I'd go down a little bit farther. Look at the likes of uh, a Christian Walker versus the lefty Joey LaCasey at $4,600. Tristan Costas versus Clark Schmidt. If you're not using Schmidt, Costas at 43 is a really solid play. Uh, cheaper options, though. Josh Bell, Miami's interesting because he got Miguel opening up for Milwaukee, followed by Ray. So Josh Bell at 38. Ray pitched really well in this piggyback role in his last start. So I'm curious to see how that goes again on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. But I'm going to still attack him for now. This could be something we revert back to Ray's next time out. We'll see how that goes. But Bell at 38 is on the docket. Jose Abreu at 38 if you're stacking Houston. I think I prefer Bell over Abreu, but they're pretty close. I'll be honest there. DJ LeMahieu at 35 is a bit of a discount against Tanner Houck, so I'm on board with that. Andrew Vaughn at 31. White Sox will be cheap, which is nice. At least some of them. Obviously not Lou Bob, but uh, Andrew Vaughn at 31 is not too shabby. Again, some Oakland bats. Ryan Noda. He's been swinging it really, really well since coming back from the IL. Uh, he's $2,900. He's hit safely in five... Five straight games, which is pretty nice. He got a double and a home run over that mess. He's got three straight games with double-digit production, um, 11, 14, and 10. He's $2,900 versus Hunter Brown. So Ryan Noda, I could be lighting money on fire, but we're going to have some fun with these Oakland A's. I'm just, I'm just having a weird feeling about this. So sink or swim, it's September baseball, baby. Uh, a couple other ones here. When you go cheap, cheap. Uh, I don't know if I go past Noda when I'm looking at all this. Maybe Nick Prado, who's back for Kansas City. He's 25 versus Clevenger. Soderstrom's down here at 23. If I'm going to use Soderstrom, it's going to be a catcher. So Noda at 29 is probably as low as I go at first base. Second base for you here, you got uh, Betts versus Snellzilla, if you're sure. Okay. Altuve at 64 versus Blackburn's fine. Don't mind that. Schneider versus Lefty, we love. Schneider even went deep on Tuesday. Um, but Schneider versus Lefty at 52, that's in play. Zach Geloff has cooled down a bit. He's still getting multi-hit games, just not hitting for a ton of power. Like he had two hits on... Tuesday, he went hitless in his previous two games, then two hits on Saturday, two hits on Friday. So multiple hits in three of his last four. Those all got him double-digit points. So Geloff at 48 is a dude if you need him. Cattell Marte, he went deep on Tuesday. He's 48 versus Lucchesi. Don't mind him versus lefties because he switch hits. It's beautiful. Glaber Torres at 43 versus Hauk is also obviously a look. Ronnie Mauricio, if you're facing fading gallon, Mauricio's up to 35. Remember when he was cheap, folks? Slowly going to keep creeping up. He had his first career home run. On Tuesday, Mike Massey, if you're fading Clev Dog, is $3,200. So he's in play for you. Uh, below 3K, though, not a ton down here. Linen Sosa's 22. He's cooled down a ton since he got called up. So not as in love with him as I once was. Third base, you got Bregman at 55. He's always in play, especially in Houston stacks. Devers versus Schmidt at 53 is fine. Um, House on Kim, yeah. But you, go, you can get cheaper at third base. Like Berger is 43 versus McGill. I like that. 
Josh Donaldson is back up. He went deep on Tuesday, put up nine points on Monday. He's hitting like six for Milwaukee. He loves facing lefties. Donaldson's 3900 bucks versus Braxton Garrett. So that's a guy to keep in mind. And I'm a Garrett fan. We all know this. Just keep that in mind. Yuan Moncada is 3800 bucks versus the Kansas City mess that's going to take place. So that's not bad as he's actually hitting decent again over the last week or so. Uh, below 3K, though, not a ton at this point in time. Shortstop position for you. Seager's always in play. Bobby Witt's 58, not bad either. Bichette's 53 versus Montgomery. So you might not have to, that's a thousand bucks cheaper than Seager. Still a pretty good matchup. You got Lindor in this one. Uh, Machado's somehow third base shortstop now. That's fun. But Willie Adamas is where I'd start. 4,300 bucks. Save some cash. Adamas is on fire right now. Good matchup versus Garrett. Um, other than that, though, like Tim Anderson, if you're stacking the White Sox, is 3,300 bucks. Don't love it, though, because he doesn't have that ceiling this season. Uh, Sedan Rafaela hit his first career home run. On Tuesday, that was funny. He's 29 versus Schmidt. Not running to play that. Uh, Jordan Lawler's down here at 23. He's been rough, but it gets Lucchese. Could be a good matchup to get things going in tournaments if you need some super value. But I'm pretty much Willie Adamas or pay up for one of the big dogs this, uh, on, on, on Wednesday. Outfield position for you. you got Betts, Judge. Jordan versus Blackburn at 61 is very nice. Kyle Tucker at 57 is very nice. If you want to stick with the White Sox, Lou Bob is $5,600. That's a solid one as well. Uh, going down cheaper, Corbin Carroll's 55, lefty-lefty. I don't care. But like I said, cheaper, Jess Chisholm's 5K versus Miguel and Ray if you want to attack the Milwaukee situation. George Springer's 48 versus uh, Montgomery. Yoshida is 46 versus Schmidt. Not bad either. Um, McCormick's 44 versus Blackburn. Brantley's 42. So a couple cheaper Houston pieces if you need them. But going down below 4K now, you got Eloy Jimenez at $3,800. Uh, Brian Day of the Cruz at 37 is another intriguing discount of play. Lourdes Gurriel and Tommy Pham. If you're fading Joey Lucchese, Gurriel and Pham at 37 and 36. Pretty good price tags for Arizona. If you're fading Clevenger, MJ Melendez at 33 is a decent one as well. Um, going down even farther, you got Brent Rooker at 32 versus Hunter Brown. Nelson Velasquez is only 31 versus Clevenger. We know that Velasquez power that we love so, so much in that matchup. Uh, even cheaper plays. Jesus Sanchez is twenty nine hundred bucks. He's swinging it pretty well of late. He's twenty nine versus that Milwaukee uh, disaster that could take place. Another cheap Oakland Athletic. Seth Brown is twenty nine hundred dollars. He's hitting over four hundred over his last ten games with one home run. Um, he's hit safely in four straight games, double digits in two out of the four. Um, that's another nice save. He's got Brown at twenty nine, Noda at twenty nine, Langoliers at twenty seven. You got discounts. Tony Kemp's twenty eight. He went deep again. You got discounts in Oakland. This is where it gets bad, folks. Uh, Jake McCarthy got recalled by Arizona. He's 26 versus Lucchese. Uh Tyrone Taylor versus a lefty. If you're ever going to use him, that's when you're going to do it. So he's another one for you. Let me find the dude I wanted to mention because I played him. There he is. Estevan Florial of the New York Yankees. Pretty good power-speed combo in the minors. Got called up. He's 2K. He was 2K uh, in game two on Tuesday. Put up a nine spot. He let off in that game, one for three with a walk and an RBI for nine fantasy points. If he's towards the top of the order again for the Yankees at $2,000 going up against Tanner Houck, that is one of the better values on the slate with Esteban Floreal. So recapping your pitching. I know it's a master. You're probably like, Bubba, get your shit together. Like, focus. But I'm just telling you, there's a lot of ways to go. It's not like a lockdown slate. I like Blake Snow a lot. Going to come in low on. Is it risky? It's very, very risky. But Snell at 10-1, if I have to narrow it down to four guys, it's Snell at 10-1, Pepe 89, Clevenger 79, Schmidt 71. Again, 
Montgomery, Kikuchi, Gallon, all in play. But give me Snell, Pepio, Clevenger, Schmidt. That's where I'm starting at this point in time. When you're stacking things up on Wednesday, Texas and Toronto, like that's why Kikuchi and Montgomery are tough because Texas and Toronto, you can get little pieces of them, live with it. Yankees and Boston, same thing. I like the Yankees a little more versus Hauk. I, there's Boston versus Schmidt. He just doesn't give up big games very often, so it's tough to stack against him where the Yankees can get to Tanner Houck and then that beat up Red Sox bullpen. Oakland Athletics versus Hunter Brown. This is where I'm. my night might be over early. We'll see. You could also go Houston versus Blackburn, of course, but Oakland is going to be a fun one indeed. You got uh, Arizona versus the Mets and the Casey. That's a fun one as well. The Miami-Milwaukee situation. You got um, Braxton Garrett, who's been okay but not great. Milwaukee has the the opener, then Ray following. Both sides of the spectrum are okay there. Kansas City and Chicago. I like the White Sox bats versus that bullpen game. I don't hate Kansas City versus Clevenger. So for me, it's like Oakland. It's the White Sox. And then you can mix in some of the other big boppers. So it's going to be a really weird slate. It allows you to pay for pitching. Like I said, you can go Snell Pepio if you really want to. Won't be that difficult to do. Or you can go couple guys and still get a lot of value in a couple big bats builds will be fun curious what lineups look like we're in the middle of september about two and a half weeks of baseball to go guys are going to get more days off you're going to see some wonky lineups we'll see but that's what we're here for preview the slate see where it goes come join gain of the edge fantasy the patreon get the cheat sheet i usually do once lineups are out at least most lineups are out and we go from there so good luck, everybody. I'll be back to you guys tomorrow to preview Thursday's action on the diamond. If the slate's big enough, got to check that. Lately, the Thursday slates have been like three games, and I'm like, peace out. But we'll see how that goes. But for now, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, September 13th edition. I'm out. for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics and place your entry it's as easy as that if you have the skills you can turn ten dollars into 250 dollars with just a few taps Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.